On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia, we catch up with Magic rookie Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony discusses where he got his deep love and passion for the game of basketball. Then he takes us on his basketball journey, which started in high school in Manhattan at Archbishop Malloy, ultimately graduating from the famed Oak Hill Academy in Virginia. Then the decision to go to UNC, what other schools was he considering? And then he takes us behind the scenes on draft night. 2020 when the Magic made him the 15th overall selection in this past draft. Great behind the scenes on what it was like for him and that moment with his family. And of course, we relive his game winner against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Exactly how many times do you think Cole Anthony has rewatched that great shot? All that more on this edition of Magic Pod Squad presented by Kia with Magic rookie Cole Anthony. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. And this podcast is presented to you by Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic, and it is Magic Pod Squad. And we welcome in Magic rookie Cole Anthony, kind enough to join us here on this edition of Pod Squad. Cole, how are you? Doing pretty well. What about yourself? Doing good. We're excited to catch up with you. It's hard to believe <coughs> that we're now 18 games into the season and none of us have been able to meet you face to face. Right? I mean, is that except for well, hold Drew, on, Dante? Un- Don, do you want me to? Do, since unfortunately for you, the only one you've met is George. I'm very sorry. About and, and let's be honest, he is sick of me. It, we're, we're one month in, and he is already sick of my face. He's we know how that goes. We know how things. that goes. Yeah, yeah we can fine. we can relate. I understand. I understand. We thought we might start. Maybe George, we, we can get an introduction. So you you probably don't know who any of us are. So it'd be fun. To, we can introduce ourselves. And, and then get started. Well, Cole has talked. He's talked to you. I mean, he's talked to you yep. after the game winner in Minnesota, and he's talked to you uh, last night against uh, when we uh, had his career high against Charlotte. Cole, I don't know if you know David Steele. He has been with us since 1989. He has been with us since the very beginning. He's a Magic Yeesh. Hall of Famer. He's our play-by-play guy. He's the he's the voice. He he's seen everything there is to know about Magic basketball. So if you ever need a history lesson, that's going to be that's your right. guy. Yep. And then, uh, and then we have Jeff Turner, his his right hand man, color analyst, uh, was a, a Olympian, nineteen eighty four <laughs> team, uh, and he also liked to just live in the on the baseline corner on the left hand corner. <laughs> we would call that Turnerville because that's just that's pretty much. If he wasn't in Turnerville, he was just hacking somebody. He was just fouling <laughs> the hell out of somebody, and that and that was JT's job too. So, and, and he's the mayor of Winter Park. If there's anything you need in Winter Park, then Jeff Turner is your man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I'm old enough to have played against your dad. So there you go. That kind of, <laughs> that dates me a little bit. So that's awesome. And if you go to and if you go to Stetson, George was the one that filled all the Gatorade bottles for everybody. Basketball team. So he's got Dude, he's never been there. He's never been there. He's no reason to go to Stetson. No, no reason. That's right. No reason. Well, Cole, I we appreciate you doing this. And I think what you probably feel the excitement in town, going around town, what you've seen on social media. Uh, this city is a buzz. They, they love having you here. They love your energy. They love your charisma. Where, where does your energy, where does your, you know, your zeal for this game, for life, your charisma, where does all that stem from? Um, I just, 
I mean, I just really just appreciate everything that's around me. I, mean, I appreciate that I'm able to play basketball every single day. Just I love the sport. So just being able to do what I love and then, shoot, get paid for it, that ain't half bad. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So I, I definitely don't have anything uh, to complain about on that side. And then um, also just I'm just I'm here. I'm in Orlando. I mean, it's warm. So I definitely can't be mad about that. I've been in New York where it's cold all the time most of my life. So this is definitely I definitely like this warm weather a little better. So that's another reason to be happy. And I just I have my um, I have two of my best friends down here living with me. So, I mean, I just that just life is good. Life is good. Despite everything else is going on, life is good. No, amen to that. You know, Cole, it's interesting. You're born in Portland, but most of your life, born, you're pretty much raised in, in Manhattan. How old yeah. would you have been when you got to New York City? And, and what are your kind of some of your earlier memories of, of coming up in Manhattan? Shoot, I mean, I've been, I was in New York, but I have a sister who's two, about a little, like two years, three months younger than me. And I was in New York before she was born. So, I mean, pretty much all my memories are in New York. I really don't have any memories of, of uh, Portland. And I actually, I had never... I never went back to Portland, Oregon until my senior year of high school. That was my, my first time ever going back. So it's just, I really don't have any memories there, but I definitely claim it. I was born there. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cole, uh, what, what's your first memory of your dad and the NBA? What your first NBA memory, the first time that you realized, hey, my dad does something pretty cool. Um, It's probably just one. So I, I I was at this Knicks game with my dad. I was sitting courtside with him. And so the Knicks, we, were, we was at a Knicks game. Knicks were playing. And I don't really remember much, but I just remember that I guess I got excited because someone hit a shot or something or was about to hit a shot or something. And I knocked my drink over onto the court and they had to stop the game. And I just remember that um, it was like in the, they ended up losing the game. It was like in the article. They, I think they were like blaming me for like the, the, the sudden uh, loss of um, like um, what's I'm looking for? They are uh, of momentum. And so I think it's just funny because um, uh, I used to have this babysitter. She used to keep that. Uh, uh, it was on Magda on the fridge of that newspaper article of me uh, messing up the game. It was just <laughs> I just that, it was always cool. Did you ever, Cole, did you ever sit down and like, you know, watch games with your dad and, you know, or anything like that? Just I've got two daughters. And, you know, when I would watch NBA games with them, they're young. They're young like you. And, you know, they would see LeBron James and they just look at me and say, nah, I can't see you playing in the same game as LeBron James, you know. So did you ever have any experience like that with your dad? Um, no, nah, I mean, he, if, if you're talking about us watching his film, we never really watched any film on him. Just any games, any games oh, yeah, or no. anything like we, that. Me and my dad, we watch a lot of basketball together. Like, it was, we don't watch him. I mean, that wasn't good. That wasn't the best basketball. Though. So we definitely don't watch him. But, um, nah, joking aside. Um, That's what like, my girls say, too. Oh, this isn't very fun. <laughs> but, um, nah, we, we'll watch a lot of, like, film on me, and then we'll just watch a lot of film on other great players. So, I mean. It's just it's it's, it's just it's a respect thing. I just I know he's been through everything that I want to that I want to go through as well, and if not more. So I mean, we definitely watch a lot of basketball together. <clears throat> well, how about the basketball scene in New York City? You end up, you know, your first three years are at Archbishop Malloy <clears throat> in Queens, but I imagine you're playing pickup basketball games. I mean, some of the best of the best, right, are, are coming through are coming through that city. Uh, how about some of those competitive matchups uh, as you were growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, I really <clears throat> I never really got the chance to play a lot of like real competitive pickup games in New York. Just everyone was so divided, especially like during the season and stuff. 
and then just summer stuff you would be doing AAU. So, I mean, but um, in terms of, like, the high school season and, like, I remember we had our first – my first AAU tournament in high school, uh, EYBL, our first, the first uh, session was in New York. So, that was, like – that right there was also – I think it was in Brooklyn. So, that was pretty cool right there. That was – I think it's the, <clears throat> the first and last time they ever did it there. And that was just – shoot, that was really cool just to be able to – play in front of my family and stuff. I was nervous, but it was cool. It was cool. But then just going back to high school, no, nah, it was just, it was fun. Everyone's super competitive. Just no one really cared about who you are, what your name is. They just, they, 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 they was going at your head every game. Cool. I, was, I wanted to ask you this now, since we're talking about your high school career. So you did finish up at Archbishop Malloy. Yeah. Um, you went to another school. So let me tell you, let me just set the, the, the story here. So I'm vacationing in Western North Carolina, and I decided that I was going to go see, uh, going to the University of West Virginia. And yeah. I don't like, I was going to see my daughter play volleyball, and I don't like to do um, interstates and everything. I'm a back roads kind of guy. So I'm traveling these back roads and I, I come across the Virginia state line and I'm on some road. I think it's highway 58. It's a winding road guys. <laughs> and all of a sudden I pass this big gate and it says Oak Hill Academy. And I was like, what? Hey, this hey, is I where have, Oak Hill Academy say, is? If you ended up there, you must've been really out the way. <laughs> Oak Hill's not a place you just stumble on by accident. You just, you just happen to be driving by. You must have been lost, like really lost. GPS must, I, I know you. I know your GPS wasn't working because there's no internet out there. <laughs> so, so Cole, how does a kid from New York City end up at Oak Hill Academy? And then the second part of it's got to be culture shock, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, the, I'd say the only way a kid from New York City ends up at a place like Oak Hill is when your father says you're going to Oak Hill and you can't do anything about it. So that's <laughs> that's what happened. In that sense. I just he he said, "Cole, you're going to Oak Hill." I ain't I, I ain't questioned all. I said, "All right, Dad, I got you." Mom was like, "Cole, I don't really want you to go there," but she's like, I, it, "It's it, it's difficult." That I've heard some things about. I'm like, "Mom, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna I'm gonna handle this. I'm gonna be a better I'm gonna be a better person, better basketball player when I leave here." And we ended up all ended up liking the school. Love Coach Smith, love all the coaches there, love the players. So, I mean, really ended up having no complaints. But it was a little bit of a culture shock. I mean, the, the, the thing that I didn't realize before I got to Oak Hill, so first off, I thought it was an all-boys school. It turns out there are girls there, probably only about 40 of them, and probably 30 of them are foreign, but and, and 20 of them don't speak English. But then the other part, I didn't realize that, that Oak, Hill was a, Oak Hill was a school for, you know, borderline military school. I, I didn't realize that. That's what I didn't realize. So, like – it's just like some of the kids there just like you I talk to some of the kids there and you just finding out you know, how you guys end up here and just some of the stories are I'm like, yo, that like dang, like I like I don't know why I'm here next to you. <laughs> like, I, I, like I just I, I let my mom baby me a little bit. I wasn't that bad. Do you, is that is that a place like you don't go visit, right? Like you just your dad says you're going. Had you ever made a campus visit before you signed the papers? And, no, I, I no, didn't. Just went. He did. He he made that. <laughs> okay. How about uh, that? How about your decision what? to go to North Carolina, Cole? What was that all about? So this decision was 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 kind of close to the Oak Hill decision. My dad was like, Cole, I think you're. Uh, let me let me let me rephrase that. So I ended up. I had like a school, a final five. It was Wake Forest, Notre Dame, Carolina, Georgetown, and Oregon. And I actually did love all five of the schools, loved all the coaching staff, loved the campuses. And um, it was cool. I ended up 
I, I at least I thought I ended up making a decision to go to Carolina myself. But I mean, my dad ended up telling me it's just funny. I just like I really thought I made a decision myself. And my dad, right when I committed, said, Cole, he said, you know, you were always going to Carolina. I, I'm just glad you made a decision yourself. So I mean, but, uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good that's parenting right there. Funny. That's good that's parenting. Good right there. Yeah, but, uh, we've all we've all pulled that one on our rest. children before, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get some techniques, I think. I think from your dad. I gotta I gotta learn these Jedi mind tricks, I think. That's, that's what I gotta learn. Hey, look, well, I, I gotta just, I don't know what subconscious mind tricks he got going on, but he he made it work. I got to think Patrick Ewing was pretty upset. A good friend, right? Greg Anthony. I, I think you probably thought you were headed there. Yeah, no, that was my guy. I came a lot. Like that, that's the thing. Like, that's what, like, I couldn't go wrong with any decision. I'm any of the decisions yeah. I made to go to any of the schools. I, as I, I really did love every school that, I, that was recruiting me. So, I mean, well, I just, Carolina was, I vis- ended up visiting Carolina multiple times and just, I ended up falling in love with the school. So, and the coaching staff. You know, Cole, where along your journey did you realize this this was pretty fun and I, I might be able to make a pretty good living out of doing this basketball thing? When did it kind of start to gel and you kind of start to think about it that way? So I, my dream was it was always I always had a dream to go to the NBA it was, for a while. It was just more of a kind of a kid's dream. I never like thought it was going to happen. I, I just kind of just was I, I don't know. I just kind of expected I'd end up in the NBA somehow, somehow, some way. But then I think it was probably around maybe. I think it was young, maybe maybe going to sixth grade or nationals. So we ended up, we went to D1 national. I think it was my second year going. And there was this team from New Jersey. So they were kind of like a, another local team. They're kind of deep in Jersey called Team Nelson. And they were kind of like the best team in like the tri-state area. And we went to nationals, ended up playing in our pool play. And we ended up beating them. And so we were, everyone was hyped. We were all hyped. And then the next day we had practice and our coach pulls up everyone in and like has, has like a whole speech about how, yeah, like, Y'all see how Colby working, man. He just had 40 on the best team in the Tri-State area. And then so I'm looking around like, I had 40? Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I was like, whoa. And so he comes and hands me his phone. He said, yeah, you have four. I said, whoa. So I'm showing the phone around like, yeah, I just did that. And so like after That's- that, I mean, I, the next game I ended up having 30. And so like this is like in going to sixth grade where you're probably only putting up like 50, 60 points as a team. And so like right. this was just like – I was like, all right. So I feel like, you know, I could – if I can do this here, I feel like I can keep doing this joint. And just from there, I just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing, and just try to get better every day. Dante, isn't that funny that sixth grade is like when my dream died, right? Like that's sixth grade <laughs> is when is when you realize, well, hey, maybe I could play high school ball, and then that's probably going to be it for this kid. I, I think that's going to be in the line. Might be able to make varsity as a senior. That's right. might be that's right. You know what I love about that story is that Jeff and I talk about this all the time. Uh, there are born scores. Jeff, uh, JT and I, we, we believe that's true. There are there are people that God just gave them unbelievable <laughs> gifts and you just were born to score the basketball. I guess that's kind of what you're saying, right? I mean, it just, it's come naturally to you from a very early age. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd say it might've, it definitely probably was one of the more natural things that come to me, but it's just from there, it's just, it's just been all hard work. I don't want to, I just, I've really, I've worked my butt off and continue to work my butt off every single day and just mm-hmm. don't want to give it all up to talent. want to give it up more as a hard work. What about baseball? What did you not like about baseball? You had me laughing last night. It wasn't it wasn't meant to be to be on the baseball field, huh? Oh yeah, no. Baseball just it, I just I never really got that rush from playing basketball from baseball playing baseball that I got from basketball or just any other sports. I mean, it's just like now also I think it was one of my last games playing baseball. I remember I got um I got hit in the face with a ball. I got a really bloody nose. Yep. That'll do just, it. Yeah, Good night. I mean, like, I was like, just like, this ain't really ever happened to me from basketball. I've fallen on my head a few times, but I ain't really good with blood. 
Did you play, baseball did you play anything practices. else? Yeah, baseball yeah. practices too. Baseball no. practice is not – it's too much standing around. No I, good. It's just, a it, tough it, one. It, yeah, yeah I, I, I like to – I'm an active guy. I like to keep moving around. What else did you play, Cole, though, as a kid? I mean, and when did it – then when did it switch to just basketball exclusively for you? Um, So, I mean, I played baseball, soccer when I was younger. And I actually, in middle school, played football in my middle school team. It wasn't really anything serious. I was, I was all right in football. I feel like I could have been all right in football. I, I kind of played like every position, running back wide receiver, quarterback, but it was it was never serious. It was just a little middle school team. And that, that was actually the first time I really ever played football. So I just wanted to kind of have – I kind of wanted to have that experience. And it, it was cool. It was cool. But um, just – Did mom, mom pull the plug on that one? No, nah, I had to pull – I pulled the plug. Nope. So, uh, my mom, she never <laughs> wanted me to play, but I told her, I was like, oh, I got to try this. I had to try this. And so after eighth grade, that was the last time I ever even considered – well, ever even played another sport. Fair enough. Right. How about your time at your time at UNC, Cole? It's interesting. You have you start the season what you played the I think the first nine games and then you missed eleven games and and then you played the the you know the last ten or twelve or so. Um, but I imagine your dad mentioned his college experience, what it was like winning a national championship at UNLV. Did any of that come into play? You're you're, you're a competitor anyway. I, I don't think yeah. anyone would be surprised that you wanted to come back and play and finish the season on your terms. But how much did the stories you heard about college experience and and maybe from your dad even just make you want to get out there and finish? Um. Well, I mean, I didn't really it was, didn't really hear many stories. The only stories I really heard is about people kind of um, in a position that I'm in, going back and not playing. And so, I mean, I personally right. I, I don't blame anyone who makes the decision. There's nothing wrong with that. I, just that, just for me, I just personally. I feel the best way – it's a couple things. Just One, I feel the best way to get better is on-court experience. I mean, you can work out as much as you want. You can go wherever you want and work out. But the best way to get better, and that's even something I've, I've, I've learned this season too even more, is that the more you get out there and play in actual games is the, is the best way to improve. So that was the one thing. And then the other is just that I just – I love basketball. And so and in terms of loving basketball, I love Carolina. I made a commitment to my coaches, my teammates – the fan, I just wanted to get back out there. I just felt like I owed them more. I mean, I definitely was not 100%, but I just – I felt like I owed them more. How great I is that, guys? The yeah, guy loves to play and wants to play. I mean, is that refreshing? That's a great to hear. That's the perfect answer for me, I think. <laughs> I, that's the perfect answer. So let's let's forward to draft night, okay? You're, you're, you're all in your place there. Tell me, tell me the experience of draft night, what that was like. I mean – there's only one of us on this po- other other person on the podcast here that's been through the draft. What yeah. what was that like for you? And then to hear your name called, just w- what was that like for you, your family, for everybody? Oh, it was crazy because I mean, just honestly, going into that day, I was unsure where. Like, I honestly had no idea where I was gonna I'm gonna end up. Like, I just we had, and then even going in, up, leading up into the draft, like going into the draft, like we couldn't find like a baseline of like, all right, we, a team that guaranteed was going to draft me. And so like, I, we were just on edge, like everyone was on edge. I was kind of just laid back, kind of like everything's going to work. Everything's going to work out. But like, I, I was nervous too. Like in the back of the house, like, man, like, I really don't know where I'm going to end up. And so just that, that, that was hard. And kind of when, um, I think my, my agent called me, um, I think after the 13th pick, after the 13th pick, he called me and said, Orlando's going to take you. Orlando's going to take you. And I was like, and so at that moment right there, my sister starts screaming and breaking down. Crying. I'm like, Ellie, and I told her, I was like, Ellie, you got to shut up. Like, <laughs> this, this, I'm like, the, cam- the camera's is on. This is not your moment. I, like, if someone's going to cry, it's going to be me. <laughs> and so, and so um, 
Nah, but then like just when that when the, and then so we were actually worried like because everyone was like, "Yo, you're going to Orlando, you're going to Orlando." But my dad was like, "Yo, Cole, you better calm down. Boston might take you." And so we were just thinking about that, and, we, and I was just like, "Man, like I kind of, I kind of want to go to Orlando. I, I kind of got my mindset there." And so just and then so just when I heard my name get picked, I kind of just had a, a flurry of emotions just rush through me, and I just like I didn't know if I wanted. To, I started off laughing, was happy. And then transition into a cry. I just didn't really know how to react. That's fantastic. All, all just, uh, all just natural, and it was, it was a great moment for you and your it family. Was. I know. What, what about your experience in Orlando so far? What, what has been uh, impressed you? Maybe surprised you more than anything else about your arrival in Orlando and in the NBA? Um. Let's see. Um. Oh, what's What's impressed me is how warm it is down here. That's probably what's impressed me. I just I love that. I just I just I can't stress how much I, I appreciate the weather down here. And it's just it's it's awesome. So I'm a big fan of warm weather. And then um oh what surprised me is just that the the, the NBA is hard. It's definitely hard. I mean I've I I it's been struggling kind of early this season, even like up until a few games ago, and just I just feel like I've finally started to figure out how the NBA works, how just how to be patient, just at the same time slowing the game down in my head, but also playing faster. So, I mean, it's just it, – it's definitely been hard, but I really can feel like I, – I really feel like I've been turning a corner as of late, and I just feel like this team has also been turning a corner as of late. So, I'm just, just super, super happy. David, I'm thinking about your question and the way things are right now with, uh, you know, the – their restrictions on them and everything. Yeah. I guess, Cole, you don't get to go out and just go to a restaurant or go hang out with your buddies or anything. It's in your apartment at the arena. So you could be anywhere. It's just warm going from your house to the arena, I guess, right now. Yeah, I got a nice, I got a nice little porch. I mean, so it, it, it's warm out there. I just stepped out there yeah. a few minutes ago and it was, it was pretty pleasant. <laughs> you like that. What about the feedback from fans, Cole? Have you, have you felt that? Have you felt the love from the city? Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that people here, are, that people are excited that I'm here. And so that just, that excites me. It makes me even happier to be here. You know, what's interesting, Cole, you, you mentioned you're figuring things out and it certainly looks like it the last couple of games. And, and I know, you know, you, you'll continue to work. And But I, I imagine your dad's giving you input. Your coach is giving you input. Your vets are giving you input. I mean, how difficult is it to process all that? And and what's your mentality is kind of all of that is, is coming at you. And, and you also have a great feel for it yourself. So you got to process all of that. Yeah. I mean, so just, just uh, what I do is I just try to take, get all the advice I can, but at the end of the day, realize that this team drafted me for who I am. So just continue to do what I do and what I've done my whole life. And so just, but at the same time, keep what everyone's telling me in the back of my head and just when it's necessary to uh, try to apply it. So just, uh, it's really it 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 was kind of tough at first. I was trying to at first when I'm beginning of the season, I was kind of trying to take what everyone was saying and trying to do it to the extreme. And at times I would be too passive. At times I would be I would go too hard to score. So it was just that um it was just finding that balance. And then at the end of the day, just kind of clearing my mind and just playing basketball. Well, let's oh, you been... go, go ahead, What well, I, I was going to ask you, Cole. Just um, you've been asked about your your game-winning shot from different angles and everything. I want to approach it from a different angle. So you took off down the tunnel, right? 
were you surprised at how fast George Galante was to be able to chase you down and get you back out for your interview with Dante? George was moving pretty quickly. That's about as fast as I've ever seen him go. I don't know how fast he was moving because when I, I just know that when I was running throughout that tunnel, he was right there in the middle of the tunnel and ready to stop me. And I, I almost just ran right by him. Hold on, hold on. You didn't almost, scene. you didn't almost just run by me. I mean, you I did twice. I'm gonna feel kind of bad because there's not really much he could do. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna throw my ball in this song. That's what I, that's what I was. I appreciate that, and I appreciate <laughs> that because because he, here I am with here I am with my gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> sprinting, yeah, right. sprinting down the, the the hallway trying to get him back but we got him back guys we got him back yeah. you got you got to know cole when you hit a shot like that and, and win a game with no time on the clock you're going to be doing a few interviews you know you gotta, <laughs> gotta understand that's going to happen now yeah you got to come about. talk to us you got to come talk yeah. to us that's yeah. part of it so i was just still trying to process the moment so <laughs> yeah. Have you I processed you it now? A couple, couple days later. Yeah, go ahead, David. Yeah, I'm going to ask you about Coach yeah. Clifford. Now, let's yeah. let's finish up with the game-winning shot, though. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's what 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 do you think about it? Have you watched it again? I'm sure your phone was blowing up. What what have you now that you've had time to think about it? That's just a special moment for you. Um. Yeah. I mean, I probably honestly I didn't end up watching the shot until probably like an hour and a half after the game had ended, and then we were like back in the hotel. I mean, I think I was on the bus actually, and. And then after I watched it once, I probably watched it about 277 more times. <laughs> like, I was just like, y'all really – because, like, I'm in my head. I'm like, y'all, did I really just do that? Uh, right, And right. so, um, now, I, and even today, like, if I if I happen to scroll across the video, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that. It's just, it, it just keeps helping me boost my confidence. So, I mean, it's definitely made me more confident in how I'm just playing. And I think it's also helped my teammates just trust me a little more. So, that was, it was a big moment. I've probably watched it a couple hundred times too, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about Coach Clifford. You know, he's known as a as a guy that's so thorough, so well prepared. Um, he's one of the most respected coaches in the NBA. He also can get on players a little bit from time to time when they're not doing things the right way. Um, how how have you responded to his coaching? It seems like you guys have a have a very good relationship. Again, we're not around the team as we you know we have been for all of the previous years working yep. in this business. So it's a little difficult to get a great feel for it, but uh, give us your, your view of the coach and, and your relationship with the staff. Um, just in terms of my relationship with the whole entire staff, I mean, just everyone's been really welcoming, especially after uh, 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 Markel went down, unfortunately, like just everyone's kind of came to me and just really tried to keep me on the right path and just like, they just, they let me know I'm doing something good and they let me know when I'm doing something bad and just always have advice. It just helped me out there. And so, I mean, I just, I'm really grateful to everyone on the staff for that. And then in terms of my relationship with Coach Clifford, just, um, he just, he's a really, really good human being. And so that's something that actually, before I even got here, something my dad told me, he was like, yo, Cole, he's like, yo, Cole, he's, he's a really great human being. And so just, that's something that I've really started to realize just he's a really good dude, really want to see everyone here succeed. And then it's just, it's, he's gotten on my ass a few times. Um, just like, I remember, before actually before the Minnesota game, he um because he had told me a film about this one shot that I took this like kind of running floater I'd taken a few times. And so I guess I, I had done it again the game before and he kind of called me out in front of everyone. He was like, yo, Cole, you can't take this shot. It's a terrible shot. Don't do this. He was like, don't do this BS again. And I was like, ah, damn. I was like, damn. <laughs> and um, but um nah, it's just cause we watched film a lot together, just talked a lot. He's always told me just to be honest with him. So I just I wanted to, would expect the same from him. So I'm just kind of happy he did that and then just since then I've just 
just been making strides, getting better every single game. We can tell. You can tell you want to be uh, the best that you can be. Your relationship with Mo, I think that was fun for, for us in Central Florida to realize that you guys were such good friends. Huh? Kind of give us the backstory on that, and that must have been fun when he, we saw him pull up and pick you up at the airport, too, after you got drafted here. Hey, I got to say about that. He didn't pick me up from the airport. I just, it's the, contrary to what people believe, I don't – I knew we, it we was went, a myth. Up, I knew it was a myth. Was a myth. Ah. I, I said it. I told. You, I put. On, I wrote on Twitter and said it. But um, he, um, me and my cousin had landed, and he, um, uh, uh, I forgot. His, was it Glenn? It was Glenn? Yeah, Glenn. Glenn picked us up. Glenn the driver picked us up. But then later that night, Mo came and, and scooped us from our hotel just to hang out when we could hang out. When you could hang out, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but where does that where does that friendship start from? And you guys have been in touch for the last several years as well. Yeah, no, that's actually that's honestly that's one of my best friends. I mean, just he's I'm trying to remember my fresh so my freshman year of high school, I started playing with this AAU team called PSA Cardinals, and uh, it was he he had already he had been playing on this team for a while, and the coach that recruited me there to play, I was thinking I was 14, 15 to play on the uh, the 17 U team, and this is the team Mo's already. I remember he had me on a phone call with Mo one time just because I, I when I wasn't sure about coming to the team, and I ended up joining the team and just ended up hitting it off with him. We just became real cool, real close. Ended up staying at my house like probably half the summer. And we just got really, really close. We've just been close since then. That's terrific. No, he did not pick him up for the last time. So he we did got not, that. So we yeah, got that. He did not pick him up at the airport. All right. Let, I know I know Cole has to go soon. So let's can we throw a couple of fan questions? Yes, at him? yes. We got okay, some we, fans are chomping at the bit fans here. Chomping at the bit here. I have one here that says uh the jacket from draft night. Where where is the draft jacket from draft night and and what will you do with it now? Will you you probably can't wear that again, right? Um yeah, I probably I mean, maybe I don't know. I probably I probably won't end up wearing it again. I mean, <laughs> I might end up getting a frame, but uh, that jacket was from Dolce and Gabbana, a little DNG action. Nice. So it was, I, I well, there was a few we ended up that I, I was able to pick out from, and I saw that one. I was like, Yo, that's the one right there. That's sweet. That's real sweet. <laughs> and I was just like, Yeah, we're gonna rock with that one. Well Good done. Call. We got one here too. It, can you can you make Spike Lee a Magic fan? Um, any shot at that any shot at that i mean let's see i don't know he, he's been a diehard knicks fan before i was born so i mean i don't i don't i don't even have much, enough years on this earth to try to convince him to come to be a magic fan but he, he definitely he, he shows me some love and even uh, before we played the knicks he, he had texted me like good luck uh, and all that so i mean uh yeah probably not I think if Cole, I'd like to okay. see if Cole hits a buzzer beater against the Knicks at some point in his career, what happens? What, what, yeah. what, what, what's right. the, I, well, he's probably going to be mad. I'm, at I'm expecting an angry mad. text yes. message or yes. angry yes. phone call. A <laughs> yeah, couple, sure. couple of, couple of bad emojis I think are coming your way from, from him on that one. I don't think he knows yeah. what emojis are. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then straight up curse words is what's going to happen. Then. Right. I got you. I got you. It might be that. I got you. All right. Here's another hey, one. Uh, uh, I've got one here. I got one. I got okay. one from my uh, my eight year old grandson. His name is Cole. So auto automatically now, I like you're, you're, you're you're automatically his favorite player instantly when, when the Magic drafted you. So my my grandson wanted to know what do you like to do when you're not playing basketball? What what, what in your spare time? What do you like to do? Good question. Sure. Cole. Um, so it's a few things actually. I have a I have a few younger siblings. I actually, have an eight year old brother. 
a nine-year-old brother, six-year-old sister, and then I have my 18-year-old sister, but I mean, get rid of her. We, we I like my younger siblings better. Now, nah, I'm joking aside, but um, I really like to spend time with, with just my family, few, uh, few of my friends. And then besides that, when I'm not with them, when I'm by myself, I'm a big video game head. I, as of since quarantine started back in March, I, I've been a Call of Duty, professional Call of Duty player. And so that's that's been my go-to thing. So are you online talking with people, friends, teammates? Are you you got the whole deal? Yeah, so I, I was actually I was playing with uh, Gary Clark last night. You were Call yeah, of Duty. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to try to play with James Ennis today. All right. And, and who wins these inter squad battles on Call of Duty? I, who, who? Oh well, fortunately in these games we're on the same team. Okay, same all right. Team, but it just if it if it if it ever got down to a shootout, just know I'm coming out on time. Okay. You like George's grasp of video games? Who's winning these inner squads? <laughs> Who's winning it, it, these it, matches? It seems like someone's never played a video game before. Not Call of Duty. Not not since I not since I was the, your age. Not since you I was are exactly age. right. Pac-Man is the last game. <laughs> they still have Pac-Man. They still do Pac-Man. Yeah, still got it. That's a Donkey Kong. That was my jam right there. Ooh, that's Kong. a cool game right there. All right. Hey, there's Pac- a lot of people that want to know your go-to basketball shoe. You can only right. wear one basketball shoe. What would you What would you pick? Um, it's a few shoes. I mean, it probably comes down to two shoes. Probably either KDs or Kyrie's. Those have been the two shoes I've been wearing for some years. I just they're just they're they're super comfortable right now. What I've been playing in all this season has been KDs, but probably the, the Kyrie ones probably my favorite uh, basketball shoes of all time. So I mean, just it's either it's one to two. Okay. I took cold around guys on, on media day or little, whatever we had called media day this year. And one of the segments was they were uh, calling it copper drop and they showed Cole a lot of shoes and he dropped a lot of shoes. He, he was you, not yeah. feeling any of the shoes. And I, and I couldn't, you know, I didn't know, I didn't, I thought maybe there was a, a reason, but it's just, just that you didn't like the way they look or, or what's the deal with the, I mean, you dropped probably 90% of them. Yeah. I mean, just, they just, they just weren't nice shoes. All right. That's good enough. All right, oh, I have can't, one here first. Can't blame, for, can't blame you for that. All right, last one. This oh, question comes in, and it says, you're alone under the basket. LeBron has a full head of steam attacking the rim. Do you jump or do you get out of the way? What does Cole Anthony do in that moment? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that question? I don't think I heard you correctly. <laughs> I really don't think I heard you correctly. You're standing under the rim. LeBron James is coming at you. Full head of steam. Going up for the basket, you do you contest the shot or do you get out of the way? What does Cole well, I mean, Anthony do in that moment? <laughs> I, I you're like, going after it, aren't you? You you absolutely not. There's, there's, a, there's a few things stop me from doing this. <laughs> there's, just, there's a few reasons. One, he's double my weight. Two, he yeah. got like a he's like a he's he's way taller than me, way stronger than me. Three, I, I'm not really the best off the vert jumper, so I just I I don't like my chances in that matchup right there. So I'm gonna politely move out the way and let him have that done. Yeah, that's just that it's a business decision. Well, you're I, a just, man. It's a business decision. And, I don't think he'll have many a long career that. because of that business decision. That's right. Absolutely, I, I, I'm hoping for it. That, that is very smart. <laughs> very smart decision. Well, Cole, we appreciate the time, man. This has been fun to get to know you a little bit. Hopefully, one day. When we get through all this, we get to meet you in person. That'd be a lot. Uh, of fun. That would be nice. Hopefully, sometime soon. Hopefully, soon for you guys. We'll keep up the great work. Everyone's excited to have you here, and Magic fans, and uh, you guys seem to have turned a corner. We can't wait to see where it goes. Thanks, yes, Cole. Sir. Appreciate it. Best of luck, rest of the way. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much.